it's time to podcast. Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of podcasters it is i giant music i am finally back after a whole month long hiatus two episodes off we're back and today we will be giving you a Yu-Gi-Oh think tank we invented three cards each we are about to take over the dueling game dual monsters is about to include nine new cards because of how epic they are and i am joined with the gingerest of duelists ginger wheeler how's it going I thought you retired. I thought I was done with you, and yet here you are. Like, I'm so. Happy am I never going to be voice. free of you? Is th- is this Hacha, my life? I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy right now. You have no idea. I missed you, man. I missed you. I missed you, dude. Go go back. Wander with the elk. Go be with your brethren. Find maple syrup on trees. Just leave. We got morale with us as well. The assistant, the co-host, the dual Discord bot maker. How's it going, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very good, man. I'm so excited to be back. So excited to do this episode where we're gonna have a huge nerd out this is going to be the a very nerdy episodes for sure so let's get into this what is a think tank hotshot what are we doing exactly we're inventing cards kind of break it down for the people so a think tank episode is where we hop into a a fandom that we're all fans of and want to throw our own personal spin on it like um if you guys remember in episode 90 we came up with our own original pokemon with uh, eli for uh, virtual nerdcon and to this yeah. day that is still my favorite episode of anime podcasters because i love creating pokemon and um so basically that's it it's just throwing our ideas into the world like they were actual real things like be it moves be it creatures or characters and stuff like that and that's exactly what we're doing but for Yu-Gi-Oh cards and like Jaden said we each have made three of them there are no stipulations they could all three be monsters they could all three be traps they could all three be spells one of each magic pieces of a god anything is fair game here exactly and the way the think tank functions is that when someone brings up an invention of theirs we the two others can either approve disapprove or if there's one that approves and one that disapproves, different outcomes appear. Uh, what would those outcomes be, Hotshot? What fate do the cards get uh, upon these three possibilities? So if the cards are universally hated by the uh, other two participants, then it is banished to the Shadow Realm. If to, if both participants like it, it becomes a god card. And if one person likes it and one person doesn't, it is sent to the graveyard. Meaning it can yep. still be used, but it's just not on the field. All right. Yes, exactly. And uh, we'll keep track of that uh, of of that to let you all know at the end who, what was banned where. So Morel can let us know that at the end. Okay. Who wants to go first? Let's start with you, Hotshot. What were the factors at play when you were picking and inventing your cards Jaden Jaden oh Jaden you remember um you remember episode 90 you remember creating our Pokemon yeah you remember coming up with one that was so dumb it left everyone involved completely speechless except you (sighs) this This is what inspired all three of my cards. Oh my God. I'm so excited and and extremely nervous. What about you, Morel? What went uh, into uh, your card creation? Uh, Two of the cards um, are basically just things that I've rather wanted as like um, 
cards and stuff from Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Cards you wish existed. Yes, yes. And also okay. plus, like, they're also, like, connected to, like, one of the short films that I worked on and stuff like that. Mm, one of them cool. was and stuff. Well, and okay. the other one could be as well, but, yeah, not going to mention that right now. <laughs> right. And then my third one is basically just a card that I wish that was actually in the game. Okay, I see. Very fair, very fair. So just things you wish yes. were out there. Yes, yes. Make it happen, Pegasus. And for myself... Uh, these are, there's no monsters. I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that right away. For me, it's all about risk and reward. Like these cards, you can use them. You could have a good outcome or you could have a really bad outcome. And they're kind of a trickster thing to them. That's that's kind of what went ahead uh, for me now. Okay, so I'm going to go first. Uh, This is a trap card. And it is, I believe, my only trap card. And it's my most simplest. uh, It's my least complicated card, I would say. It's definitely one that will protect you, but at a cost. So it's called Destructive Counter. And the way this card works is that it will block any of your opponent's attack, whether it be direct or from an effect or from a direct attack or just piercing damage. Whatever the attack is, when you activate this trap card, it will uh, block it, but at a cost. Instead of getting the full damage, you'll get half the damage. So, for example, if I'm wide open, I have no monsters on the field, and I'm facing Kaiba, and he's got his blue eyes white dragon, and he shoots a direct attack at me, I activate this, and instead, I just get 1,500 damage. It does not cut the attack of the monster attacking in half, just the damage received upon the life points. So, that's it's a very basic uh, trap card, but I think it's just like a cool little uh, nugget in there that you can use this as a way to um, protect yourself. I don't think it's a, a, a it would be a rare card. It's a pretty common uh, effect, I feel like. Uh, there's stronger trap cards for there out there for sure, but I don't even want to make my tool uh, overpowered. And if you can see, uh, it's like a, a bowl uh, blocking a card, basically, and half of it going the other way. So the card is still going towards the opponent, right? Just half of it. It's like de- deviated a little bit. So that's basically the card. Destructive attack, my trap card. What do you guys think? Um, seems very, very, very good, especially like that should have been in the actual game itself right mm-hmm. and it seems like a very good card that like basically like you yugi could have used it against like bl- the blue eyes right mm-hmm. and like he would have been like very op at the time with just that one card right right right. i i agree with morel like this is a very viable card and one that could have been used and something that like i don't have Yu-Gi-Oh cards memorized big shocker but something that has like 3000 attack and then just splitting that into 1500 like yeah that's still a lot but it's way better than getting the direct hit exactly but it also like if they're attacking you i feel like that's the better call to uh to do it because if they're attacking a monster say something is uh 3000 attacking something that's 2500 and uh destroys it if you block that then you're getting 1500 points worth of damage instead of uh, just 500 no i see i see what you mean but the 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 way that i would math it on that situation if i have a uh, a, a monster with 2500 attack in attack position and i get attacked by a 3000 attack uh by a blue eyes we'll just keep it simple by a blue eyes if i activate this card my monster is getting destroyed but i'm only losing 250 life points oh okay I mean? so it's it's half the half the total damage that was taken anyway yeah, specifically the damage 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the way it works. It, 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 it's only to do with the damage, you see? And I think the other thing is, too, this card kind of has a cool loophole. Because if you have, like, let's say, 300 life points left, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this card, if you and, you, and, you, uh, and you're about to lose, I don't know, you're about to lose uh, 200 life points, activating this is not, like, anything bad because your, your life points are so low that you might as well just lose a, a little bit more. It's not a big of a difference, you know? So there's a way to play this... I think it's stronger in the early game because obviously, it, it, actually, it's no, it's totally situation dependent. So, so yeah, that's that's the card itself. That's everything I have to say. What, what do you guys say? Where's it going? Well, uh, I think it's viable and I think it's a very useful card. So I approve. I approve okay. too. And what was the fate again for approval? God card. Yes. Okay, I get a god card. Yes. All right. Perfect. Destructive counter, god coward. Perfect. All right, let's go to the next one. Whoever wants to go next. Uh, Morale, you want to go next? Uh, sure, I'll go I, next. I did get mine figured out, so I am ready to go. But yeah, I'll let you go. Yeah. So the card that I've made is basically just myself. <laughs> Morel Covell. <laughs> Are you um, serious? Yes. I respect I, it. No. I turned myself I into a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, dude, um, come on. The reason why I did it, oh. um, it is a, um, a monster card, all right? Level four, normal, just... He's a mage and stuff. He's a pagan mage, which I am pagan, so that's what that's what I went with. Uh, he oh he does God. use his he he uses his microphone to transmit audio waves that become that become incantations that became that are from an ancient language that has that cannot be um, like translated because it's been lost for centuries and stuff. And um, the attack and defense. It's not really OP. It's just 1,000 attack and 1,400 for defense. That's it. So no effects? No effects on this card? No effects. No. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I think it's cool that you, like, threw yourself in there. But, like, this is, like, early Yu-Gi-Oh vibes for me. You know? This is, like, a Celtic Guardian kind of thing where it's, like, you know, it, it, it could be, like, a close to the emotional bond cards when you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh if you were in the anime itself. But I I, uh, I think that the concept is cool. But for me, it's a, it, it lands kind of, like, it's kind of a mad to me. You know? Like, I'm just, I'm, I could just kind of graveyard it personally. What about you, Hotshot? I respect it too much to do that because he did a self-insert card. And if I do anything with any fandom ever, it's a self-insert. So I respect the hell out of you, Morel, for uh, for doing this. So I approve. <laughs> okay, <Thank> so you. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll, I'll god card it too. Fine, because fuck Fine. it. You're getting a, go You're a, getting god, a god card. card. Yay! Yeah. And god I love card. how he he gave himself the golden writing because it's a rare card. Oh man, Morel. Oh, you're one of a kind, man. You're one of a kind. I'm not gonna lie. If I knew what that meant, I was gonna be like, you pompous asshole. No, Shadow Realm. <laughs> <laughs> but no well, no I, um, I was i respect the hell out of it uh, yeah. going back to what you said about like the old early um Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that those yeah. are the Yu-Gi-Oh like series seasons and stuff like that that i really enjoy yeah i have not watched any of the new stuff that's right. fair that's fair Ugh. all right all right let's go to yours hotshot what's your first pick all right um so don't take any of mine seriously. That's all I'm going to say, but I'm going to oh, do my monster this, first. This, I, there's going to be a lot of Shadow Realm in this one. <laughs> and boom. Nine lives. This is the nine lives card. <laughs> Why does it have so many stars? Because it's awesome. <laughs> Wait, does it have an effect? Nope. Cuteness. <sighs> it's just cute. Oh my God. <laughs> It's not even that great defensively, and that's its best stat, and it only has 100 per cat head. Oh, uh, 900 attack, 1,800 defense. Okay, it, uh, Morel, I swear, if you god card this, <laughs> I 
I swear, Morel. I'm not even kidding, Morel. I'm not even kidding. This is going to the Shadow Realm, okay? I like it. I yes. Like it. <laughs> Do you have I will anything just, else to say on it? Kitty I will cats, just. Kitty cats are my weakness. <laughs> oh, my Look, if I get one card in the game, I'm fine. Oh my god. No, okay. Uh, I I have nothing else to say on this. This is like a, a meme. I'm yeah, you're right. It is. That's what inspired all of my cards. This is me getting back at you for so dumb because it was so dumb. Yeah, but I actually like put thought into it. Yeah, you did. I didn't. You didn't put no. Exactly. Good for you. Uh, no, Ginger, I'm, I, honestly, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of like, it's just kind of there and it, it doesn't do that. No, it's, this is, uh, I hate you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just taking up space. It is not meant to do anything else to you, Jaden. It's oh just gosh. meant to annoy you. You're just saying right, I'm doing realm, my job. I'm shadow realming this. I'm shadow realming this. What about you, Morel? I like it. I'm got Perfect, shadow realm. Sounds good, Morel. This is it. <laughs> So I get a grave. Actually, no, I like it. So it becomes a god card. No, 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 no. You don't get to pick. I'm all aware that's not how it works. I'm just trying okay. to bother you further. <laughs> all right. So graveyard. Okay, fair enough. Graveyard. All right. I'm going to go to my second pick. Uh, this one is wacky. And it, it, I kind of inspired myself from an, uh, there's another card that kind of has a similar effect to this. I know there is. So basically, it is called Life Switch. It's a spell card. And it's just a, uh, there's no, uh, it's not a quick player. I know I'm gonna um, I made it a quick play I just think that uh, Kyo put the wrong token I think that's a ritual on, on the one but that's fine uh, it's, it's it's a quick play and basically the way it works is that you activate this and you select the number between one and six and you say it out loud then you take a six sided dice die you roll it and if you get the number that you said out loud you and your opponent will switch life points meaning if I have a hundred and you have eight thousand just like it's displayed on the card you now have a hundred I now have 8,000, okay? And once, and if you don't, uh, and on the, the flip side, if you don't get it right, you lose half of your life points. So it's kind of got something uh, similar to my last card, uh, Destructive Counter, where let's say I have 500 and you have 1,000 and I say 2 and it lands on 3, well now I have 250 life points. And the thing is, the, the, the special twist of this card too, is every time you use it, it gets reshuffled into your deck. So it's also a way to shuffle your cards in your deck. So yeah, that's kind of the, the pitch. Um, Hacha, I'm going to ask you for your thoughts. And Morel, I want you to look it up for me. I know there's a card. Like, type in just Yu-Gi-Oh card, uh, life point switch, and I think it'll come up. But I just want to remember the name of the card that inspired me for this one. So, yeah, Hacha, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, that is basically a uh, death sentence if you do get it right. And mm -hmm. even if you don't get it wrong, if you don't, if you get it wrong, I feel like it's somewhat of a light, uh, somewhat of a light penalty. Only because, like, let, let's say it is uh, 8,000 to 100 like it is now, and you're trying to switch with the 100, and if you get it wrong, uh, you only go down to 50 life points. Like, yeah, that's uh, that's bad, but um, you can't really come back from 100 <laughs> either way. Right. But, I mean, I can, right, right. I can, definitely, I can definitely see this uh, being advantageous in the late game, and, like, if it actually does, does work out, you're more or less unbeatable and it kind of brings in the uh the argument of are you actually going to go that hard on your opponent knowing that this card is somewhere in your deck right right right. like it it really is a high risk high reward card and i kind of respect that's that. the theme of it yeah exactly, i, I, exactly. I kind of respect it but i'm also trying to think more on the balance side of things no i totally get it um and it's a uh, actually um uh, did you find the card uh morale um yeah, just um, I think it was called Life 
uh, Equalizer. Life Equalizer was one I definitely looked um, at. Life active- Equalizer, it's this trap card. Um, yes, I remember it, this. Um, it, you activate it when there's a specific amount. Like, I think, um, wait, activate only when the difference between both players' life points is 8,000 or more. Both players' life points becomes 3,000. It's kind of inspired at that, but it's also inspired by Reversal quiz which is another uh spell card uh you send all your cards in your hand and on your side of the field to the graveyard call the type of card on the top of your deck and if you call it right you exchange your current life points with your uh, opponents so it's kind of like life equalizer and like reversal quiz it's kind of a mix of those two uh put together what are your thoughts bro uh definitely saves a lot of op even if you are like if like let's just say every time you use it, you get the name, you get the number correct and stuff like that, right? Like it's a one in six, though. You know, yeah, it's a I know, but 16. like still like five percent chance. Yeah, no, but still like it's like it is OP and stuff. Yeah, it definitely is. But there's a that, that's why I put a, 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 a huge risk to it because half of your life points is still half of your life points. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but here's the thing: like, what if like you like you're at like if you were both at like let's say they are at like um let's say. 200 and you're at 100 then you'll be down at 50 is there a really a risk there uh yes there is a risk you're you're already you're already gonna probably lose within one turn think think of it this way using this card there's all all activating this card there's always a 84 about approximately 84 actually 83.5 percent chance that you're losing life points and it goes back into your deck you see what I mean? Think of it that way. There's always an 83.5% chance of you losing half of your life points, and it goes right back into your deck and reshuffled. So True. I think that it definitely has the downside yeah, it to does. it. So, yeah. you know, I equal the thing is, I, I, I wanted to make them OP, but I also wanted to do the high risk situation to it. So yeah, that's basically the idea. What are you guys uh are what are you guys gonna put it? I think mm. I would approve it, um, but only if uh, it adds one condition to it. Upon success, it no longer goes back into your deck and you shuffle. It then goes to the graveyard. Ooh, I I think I w- yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I I do think that makes more sense. I think that makes it it makes it less OP. Like because otherwise, let's say your opponent has like life equalizer or something like that and balances you guys back out, then you just have the chance to switch your lives again. Yeah, there's still a high chance of you losing half your half your points, but there's also that chance that you'll get all those hit points back. So I'm thinking right, as, I, if it succeeds once, it gets destroyed. But as long as it's failing, you can keep putting it back and shuffling your deck. The thing is, though, I feel like I understand where you're coming from. But the thing is to me, like once you activated it and you've been successful, it can go back into your deck and you're not going to likely use it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's a chance your opponent has something to counteract it. True. True. I, I'm willing to put it in. I'm willing to make the switch. What about you, Amira? What do you think? Yeah, like like what uh, uh, Hotshot said, like, if, like, you, you you succeed in using it, just throw it in the graveyard because, like, you're not able to use it again, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you use it again, right, like, you're basically going to either get your points back or basically be worse off, right? Right. No, I get it. I get it. Okay, so what are you guys? What are you guys saying with with the uh, added switch that you guys with the, added with the switch, switch to the live switch with the added yeah. switch? I will approve it. Yeah. Okay. Same. What about you, Morel? Same. Okay. God card. Let's go. Two for two. Two for two. Two for two. All right. Yes. Your turn, Morel. Yes. Yes. I swear. I if you put yourself in another in another card. No. Uh, the next one I call Rise of the Dead. It's basically a monster slash ritual or spell card combined kind of oh thing. Oh my god. So you basically it's a 
uh, five star. All right. Yeah. It's a normal, normal card. Uh, you go into your graveyard and pull out the top five monsters to bring back from the dead. They will have to be used in five turns, and will it, and all the attack points turn all of the attack points turn to twelve hundred and the defense points to zero, or they will return to the graveyard within five turns. Because well, within like three turns, they will decay, kind of thing, right? So what do you mean by decay? Yeah, they will decay. So basically, they will die and basically not come back. Okay, so basically, you get you you summon this thing, you ritual summon yes. this thing, and then you take five cards, the five strongest monsters. What do you mean? What is it like, by top? So top, basically, by like stars by attack points by um, defense points. So basically, you take the first top five cards of your deck In order, of your okay. of your graveyard. All right. Yeah. Okay. You put them. You bring them into your hand. And even yeah. if they're in their, even if they're in your hand, that still will, um, they will still basically decay, kind of thing. So as I was saying, is that like you have like you take out, you take off five cards off of your graveyard, the top, mm-hmm. all right, by order, you, yeah, by order. You put them right. in your hand, right, and then you have three turns to actually use them, or they will be nulled, and you have to put them back, all right, okay, because that will, um, because. Just like any sort of like living dead thing, they will decay, right? Right. All their, no matter what, their attack points will be set to um twelve hundred. So like if their attack points were at like let's say one hundred or three thousand, right? They will automatically be set to twelve hundred, mm-hmm. and their defense will be zero. So okay. I could have an army of twelve hundred attack Kirby's. Or Karibos. Kar- oh, yes, man. you could. You could. But the thing is, do they keep their effect? That's the thing that I never actually thought of. So basically, like, I'm going to just say this now, is that they will not keep their effect. They will just be like a living husk kind of thing. Like what? Okay, it's kind of like a scapegoat card. Yes. Okay, I see. Okay, interesting. It's kind of a recycling thing. The one downside I see to this card is that I know that there's a rule in Yu-Gi-Oh that you can only hold up to six cards by the end of your turn, and if you have over six cards, you have to discard. Um, yeah, no, so that, I feel like that kind of puts a. That's the thing is that like you, there will be cards in your hands that you will have to discard to actually have these cards back in your hand to actually use. So just pr- pray yeah. and hope that. You don't have cards in your hand that are actually good, <laughs> or right. just automatically what if you if you don't like like let's just say you don't like two of the cards that you picked up from your mm-hmm. gra- on from your graveyard, you can just put them back, right? Kind right, of thing. Right, I see what you mean. Right. That's cool. I like I like the idea. It's kind of like a, a scapegoat card, but over multiple turns, and you kind of can throw it out. And the fact that you like chop out the uh, the effects and everything, I think it's cool. I think they also, the cool thing you can do with this is like, there's a way to like manipulate it where the cards that come in, they could be cards that you can use for a fusion monster, you know? They could be cards that you use for, because you, it is still the card's identity, you know what I mean? Yes, so, yes. I, I, I like it. I like it. I'm going to give this one a good old uh, god card. What about you, Hotshot? I'm... You know what? Yeah, I'm going to give it a god card, uh, god card too. Just uh, mm-hmm. the more I think about it, there are better just scapegoat cards out there. Like there's one that summons, uh, I can't even remember, but it's like the multicolor looking Karibo things that act as like shields. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that card being used. Yeah. Is it not scapegoat? But, but these yeah, ones you can also attack with, assuming that they can actually get around um, and being brought right. to that attack. So, yeah. yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead and give it a god because you can't attack with the other guys because their attack is 
stupidly low. Well, yeah, yeah and also plus you, like you said, you want to have like five different Karibos attacking at once. Yeah, that's just have an excuse to have five Karibos, if I'm being honest. And the thing I'm thinking of too is that this card could ease. It's not that OP. Like it seems OP, but it really isn't because if I'm summoning like a bunch of uh monsters at zero defense in defense mode. Yo, if I have a monster that does, like, piercing attack damage, meaning when I attack you and you're in defense mode, it still comes out of your life points, the difference. Uh, zero defense points is a very dangerous thing. Yeah, that, you know I mean? that's one of the risks about playing yeah. this card. That's the thing. So, it's a yeah, risk. I, I like it. I, I definitely uh, like uh, like uh, what I'm uh, what I'm seeing here. I like uh, it Hotshot. too, so that's going to be a god card. God card for Rise of the Dead. Your turn, Hotshot. Yeah. Your second pick. All right, here we go. This is a uh, trap card for you guys. Okay, so there actually is a description to this. Congrats. <laughs> so you say. Oh, man. Embarrassment. It embarrasses the opponent's last used monster. What, what do you mean? It's just a whoopee cushion on a chair. That, that's nothing. It is. So uh, my, <laughs> cards, my cards actually don't have descriptions because I forgot to give Kyo the descriptions. What do you mean? So like okay, no, we're inventing, we're inventing a description for this. No, in that case. shut up! Like, I have the idea. I just forgot to tell Kyo. Well, I'm sorry, Hotshot, but the description literally says embarrasses opponent, last used monster, and, and that's what, what it does. Before, but what you said earlier was, oh, by the way, these are all memes. So when I see a whoopee cushion on a chair, excuse me, but all I'm thinking is this kid does not care. <laughs> so please give me. The embarrassment description. Because I'm being fair, a lot of you're right. Because <laughs> it's Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't really care about Yu-Gi-Oh, so I don't really care. But I that doesn't mean I didn't try. Okay, go ahead. And for real, in all seriousness, like what's the this? What does okay, this do? Okay, this. So this card acts as a shield card. So it blocks the attack of an attacking monster on your opponent's field. So if you're coming at my Dark Magician with a uh, with a blue eyes. Uh, I can activate this trap and just negate the attack. It is just good for one attack. It's good for one shield maneuver, and that's it. So once uh, once the card flips and it's used and Blue Eyes is starting his attack, you just hear the fart of the whoopee cushion, and it just gets embarrassed and doesn't attack. The, dude, this card already exists. Yep. Well, this is another version of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> negate attack. You, you basically just put negate attack as a whoopee cushion. Yes, I did. Sh uh, Morale, Shadow Realm. I don't Shadow know. Realm. Yeah, Shadow Realm. Yeah, I, Shadow like Realm. I said, I'm expecting Shadow. all of them to get Shadow Realm. I don't know any Yu-Gi-Oh cards. This you is not my area of expertise. Oh man, no, I'm just, I'm just disappointed. I'm, sh I'm Shadow Realming this, and we're. I'll, I'll go, to, I'll, I'll, I'll go to my next pick. This is just like it's a whoopee cushion. It literally is. It's just a fart that no one like will remember. Your, your other card before that, this one was better. Yeah, yeah I'm aware. 100%. None of them are good except my last one. Okay, I hope your last one makes up for it. So my final card is called Final Round. Ironically. It's probably the, no, it's definitely the most representative of my high risk, high reward um, structure when I'm coming to my cards. Uh, I'm just putting it in the chat now. And the way it works is that you send all the cards in your hand and in on the field into the graveyard. Now, take your graveyard, all the cards in your graveyard, and shuffle them. A lot of shuffling here. And then, one at a time... You and your boy, wait, wait you, you and your opponent are, are doing this. Boof, you and your opponent are taking all the cards on the, in the graveyard and in your hand and throwing them into the uh, and starting to shuffle them. Okay. And then once it's all shuffled, 
you both begin to draw a card. And it's the first person to get a monster. No, sorry. Until you, you both draw until you get a monster, okay? So I draw, I draw, I draw. I get uh, a dark magician. So I have a seven-star card, okay? And you draw, you draw, you draw, and you get um, the uh, Celtic Guardian. And that's a four-star card. Well, because I drew a seven-star card, and it's the first one I drew, I win because my card has a higher uh, level, a higher star level. And the big thing with this card is it can only be played after the 20th turn, which usually duels don't even last that long. So that's basically the idea here. This is a final round. Like, this is a decisive card. You're playing this, and someone's losing, someone's winning. So yeah, that's the thing with the card. And the other thing is you can manipulate it. If you have, like, a deck with a bunch of high monsters... You know, high-level monsters, and you're, you know that your opponent only has, like, low-level monsters. It's kind of a way for you to guarantee the round. But also, the fact that it's over 20 turns, a lot of cards will be in the graveyard within 20 turns. The, uh, considering discards, destructions, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, yeah, that's the idea. Plus, all the cards that you're going to be throwing in uh, yourself from the field and in your hand. It's, you know, I just, I love this card. I, 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 this one is the one I, I put the most thought into, for sure. So, what do you guys think? Uh, definitely creative and stuff, because basically, like you said, you play it once and stuff like that, and it's more of a, um, you don't know, really know what's going to happen. Someone's <laughs> going to win, someone's going to lose. Yes. And, um... Like you said, like if you know that you have like all better cards than your opponent, then you can use it for to your advantage and stuff, right? Right. Um, but like, what if like they have like one card in the graveyard that you were like, oh shit, they have this. They could have destroyed me, but I destroyed the card before it could destroy me, kind of thing, right? And what if they play that card that's like let's just say a level eight, right? And you only have up to level sevens. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like, what are you gonna do then? Like, you basically just well in that situation. Because... What would happen is that you know you wouldn't only have a level eight level eight card in your graveyard because if you wanted a level eight card in the first place, you would have had to sacrifice two lower level monsters. You know, so there's a chance that you you draw a level four monster. You know what I mean? It's all like luck based at that point. You know what I mean? Yes. And plus, yes. that's why I'm also throwing the caveat that you have to throw in your entire hand and cards that are already on the on, on the field like that. It maximizes the uh, potential amount of cards and also the fact that you'll be in the 20th round a lot of cards will be thrown out as well so i this one is, is foolproof and the thing is too this card can be countered this card is not like immune to uh negate spell card you know what i mean true true so i really think it uh you know it, it, it's got a lot of downsides but it's got a huge upside and you're it's a 50 50 split at the end of the day because you're using this and you could activate this and lose you know it's like the 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 time wizard card you know you could let bring a monster back or you could lose half of your life points you know it's a, a strong card like that for me so yeah what do you think hotshot i I will uh, agree with Morel when he said it's a really creative card, and you're right. It's it's a decision-based card. You play this, someone is definitely winning, someone's definitely losing. Could be you, couldn't mm -hmm. be you. Uh, but personally, I'm going to Shadow Realm it. J the only reason, because like the uh, this thing has been taking until the 20th turn of the duels, and... Like, like you said, yes, this is an endgame card. It is meant to end the duel. Um, and basically your entire deck's going to be in the graveyard at this point. But I'm also a believer in if you've gone through it this long, you may as well stick it out as opposed to playing something that could just end it right here and there. So if, if you're dueling till the 20th, till the 20th turn, you may as well go another 20 turns and see who wins that way. Right. No, I understand what you mean. Like for me, the way I, I, I saw it was that 
it's also a way to if if you clearly see that your opponent is taking like advantage you know it's one of those cards that can like change though it's a hail mary it's got a hail mary thing to it too but yeah. i totally i totally understand what you mean uh for me i don't know i just i really am happy with the way um i created it so but yeah i totally respect your decision so what about you Murrow? what are you doing um i i like it but i'm not gonna shadow realm it or got it i i like it it's good. Well, it's either you Shadow Realm or got it because yeah, it, that's, right, Shadow that's Realm. the equivalent of thumbs up. Shadow thumbs Realm, down. Shadow. Okay, Shadow perfect. Realm? Shadow Realm. Yes. You guys just don't want to lose to this card. <laughs> All right. Nope. So final realm is Shadow Realm. Perfect. Uh, Morel, you're next, right? Yep, I'm next. Go for it. Uh, my last card is basically just um, <laughs> Robert Delta and stuff like that. Uh, one of the characters that I actually wrote in one of my short films. Oh. Um. He is a powered individual, uh, two-star, low-level, all right? Um, he is plagued by the voice in his head, the voice of his best friend that was killed by someone named John, and Will goes berserk if he um, sees him kind of thing, right? So basically, like, I was going to make a card named John kind of thing, right? So basically, if he saw that card, he will go berserk kind of thing, right? Like what basically like go berserk? crazy. Like he would kill the opponent's players and your own players and attack you as well. So that's the effect of the card. If it another, if a John card is on the field, yes. Will, but like, like the thing is, is that I've also been thinking about like another, like instead of another that effect, go with, mm -hmm. with the original effect that I want to wanted to have with it, which was basically where the voice in his head will tell him who to kill, like who to who to attack, kind of thing, right? Okay, so, so basically, like, if if you play this, if you play Robert Delta, he will either choose to attack the opponent, your own team, or you, kind of thing. And how is that decided? By, by the voice in his head, which right, is basically... But, like, but if, if it's itself. a physical card that you're basically, actually using... Like, yeah, I know, but the thing... All right, um, like rolling a D6 I'm right, or something. I, yeah, like rolling a dice, just like what Jayan uh, did for. I feel like flipping starts. a coin would make more sense. Or it's either or, you know. Yeah, flipping a coin would actually be a lot better because it's like fifty-fifty kind of thing, right? Like either okay, so they get attacked or you get attacked. Fifty-fifty. So if I'm if I'm getting this right, you summon this card. Yes. And right away when you summon it, you can you flip a coin, and if it's heads, or you choose whatever. If it's head, it attacks your opponent, or if it's tails, it attacks you directly. Yes. Yeah. Let's and go with that so one. It, if your opponent has monsters, does it still attack directly or does it attack the monster? It will attack um, like wh whoever is in defensive mode kind of thing. Okay, so it like, only attacks monsters in defensive mode? I'm going to have to go and like, uh, refigure out this... Uh, this card but yeah, yeah i feel yeah. like i feel like this is still like a very work in progress like it's not well, fully this, thought out this card at least is <laughs> okay yeah for that reason i'm going to have to shadow realm because i'm like i'm interested i feel like i'm ready i'm willing to god card it i think the way this card should work personally is you summon it right away you flip a coin heads it attacks you um tails it uh it attacks your opponent directly and at the end of the turn it just dies because it's, it's insane. It's just like a, a a sprint kill, like murderous thing. It takes itself out at the end. Yes. I, that's the way yeah. I see it. What about you, Hotshot? What do you think? Uh, this one honestly hurt my head a lot. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to have to Shadow Realm it. And if, I'm if it attacks, Shadow Realm it too. If it, <laughs> if it attacks the opponent directly or you directly uh, via coin flip and everything, it shouldn't be a monster. It should be a spell. 
um, or, mm, or something along that line. Because then it offs itself in the end. That's basically the same as sending your spell to the graveyard. Let's uh, go to your pick, Hotshot. This one's going to get uh, Shadow Realm, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so my last two, last two were meme cards. I will fully admit this. And this one I actually did put effort into. All right. So this one's called Roll of the Dice. Ooh. Okay. So the description Kyo put in was, depending on your rolls, something will change. And again, this is only because I forgot to give the descriptions to Kyo. So the actual description is flip a coin. Your opponent makes the call. If the opponent calls correctly or, okay, sorry. You flip a coin during a monster's attack, in which case the defender will make the call, be it your opponent's monster attacking you or you attacking them. Whoever's defending is calling the coin toss. Okay. If, if the defender calls correctly, the attack does not hit them. It instead hits the attacker for uh, full strength. If the defender calls incorrectly, they take double the damage. This is, inspired, this is inspired by a natural one and a natural 20 cause in D&D. Okay. But the double of the damage would be double of the attack points or double of like the damage that it would have given to the monster itself? Double the, double the attack points. The okay. uh, the monster the attacking monsters attack points essentially get doubled. It gets doubled. Like so, I, it will double the monsters attack points for this attack. Yes. Okay, I understand. Okay, so just I'm just gonna repeat it and just tell me if I'm getting it right. Okay. I'm attacking morale. I have a level sixteen hundred attack monster. That's not really where I'll probably phrase, but my monster's attack points is sixteen hundred, and I'm attacking his monster that has fourteen hundred attack points in attack mode. In attack mode. I activate this onto my attack. So I feel like this would be a quick play, right? This is a quick play this, card. Has this be... is a quick play, but you can't activate yeah. it when you're attacking. The defender okay. activates this. Okay, it's only when you're getting attacked that it activates. Yes. Okay, so Morel has this card, let's say, in this situation. Yes. Yay. He activates it. I call Ted's. It lands on heads. His monster now goes from fourteen hundred to eighteen hundred, and my monster dies, and I lose twelve. I lose twelve hundred attack points. Yes. Okay. If the monster's in defense mode, will it double the defense points, or it's just this is just for attack points? This is just for the attacking monster. Okay. It it does not it does not affect the the monster who's being attacked. It only affects the attacker. So if it's it if it's called correctly. Then okay. if it's called correctly, the attacking monsters uh, attack points yep. get doubled. If it's called incorrectly, it doesn't get doubled, but it attacks uh, who's initially attacking. So if it's your okay. card attacking and it gets called wrong, the card attacks you. Attacks. Okay. So if I activate, uh, what do you mean attacks you? It, you take I'm the damage of the attack points of that card. Okay. I get it. I fully understand. Yeah, I'm God carding this. This is this is epic. I love this. This is actually like this is okay. As much as Hotshot and I banter back and forth, this is the power of his creative mind. You see, the guy does so much DD, and the second he actually applies DD like nerdiness to himself in this, he creates the one of the best card of the whole podcast. You know what I mean? So I'm God carding this for sure. What do you think, Morel? I'm God. I'm God. Bleh. I'm God guarding this as well. Uh, it's it's it sounds very good, especially for if you are trying to preserve your own points and having a powerful defender. Right, you get attacked, and it could basically save you from ultimately losing the game. Right, right, and like um, instead of you losing, they could automatically lose because um, you could have like another card in your deck that you could just automatically pull up, and it's like, oh, I could win this, right? 
Yeah. Right. Like, no, exactly. ima- like imagine this getting rolled on, on like a Blue Eyes' roll. And Blue Eyes has, Ooh. let's just say, like 3,000 attack points. And if it goes through successfully, it'll have 6,000 for that attack. But if it gets fucked up, you'll lose 3,000 life points. Right, right. So no, it's I a see. really big gambit. And Jaden, I know you like uh, high risk, high reward cards. And I like D&D and D&D and risk and reward is kind of the whole thing. Right, right, right. It makes me think of this one card. Um, and I'm trying to remember it. But it was used by Zane and Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And basically what it would do is double the uh, attack points of a monster. And for a cyber monster specifically... And then at the end of the turn, it would destroy the monster. I think that's what it would do. Like something like that. And I, I think that's, I don't know. And it, it, it has like similarities to other uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It, like it makes me think of like, uh, there's another card called United We Stand. And like when you equip it to a card, um, it gets 800 attack points and defense points for each face-up monster that you control. So it's it's a it's a cool way to, to like, you know, sh- shift the game. This can definitely like, completely change the uh, 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 the course of a duel so for that I'm uh, I, I, I'm down with this uh. okay very cool those were all of our picks um I have them all written down so for once again we had destructive counter which got god carded uh, morel got god carded and I'm talking about morel the card nine lives went to the graveyard life switch got god carded rise of the dead got god carded embarrassment <laughs> went to the shadow realm final round went to the shadow realm Robert Delta, Shadow Realm, and Roll of the Dice God Carded. Yes. Very cool. Uh, what are you guys' final thoughts on this? I was fully expecting to get the other two uh, Shadow Realm. Like, Embarrassment, you're out. It's just a whoopee cushion. I, that does not have a place in Yu-Gi-Oh! And Nine Lives, I wasn't expecting to live all nine of its lives. So, I'm kind of happy that one uh, is at least in the graveyard. But I am really happy that the one that I actually put thought into is the one that got God Carded. All of our ideas are very thought out. Um, 33%, well, 66% of us, of the three people here, are actually fans of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> right? Fair. And we had a lot of creative ideas, inputs, that we wish that was a part of the game. Right? Yeah. Like, um, Play of the Dead, uh, Final, um, final, final Round. round right, yeah, like yeah. That, right? Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, For myself, the thing is, I grew up on Yu-Gi-Oh! And it was... I knew it was going to be a think tank topic eventually. And I'm just glad we got the we got to do this because it had, like, all these creative um, elements to it. And to me, like, my favorite card, like, out of total personal bias, uh, I really felt like... Um, now, I gotta say, Hotshot, Roll of the Dice is my favorite one. I just feel like it's simple, but it's 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 creative, too. So I, I have to give you your, your, your doing that one. But for me, I definitely feel like Final Round... To me, Final Round was a, a card that was very reminiscent of uh, another card. I can't think of the name right now, but it was basically one that you activate it, you pay 4,000 life points, and after 20 rounds, you win. It was kind of like a flip of that. So I, I um, that was uh, my take on it. But I'm, I'm just really happy with this podcast. It was a, a, this episode. It was, a, it was great. Um, reminder that every single art here uh, was done by Keo, right, uh, Morel? Everything here was drawn by, by Keo? 
Even the Robert Delta, I'm guessing? Uh, no, the Robert Delta, no. That was provided a uh, photo by, by me that I took. Okay, okay, I got it. Uh, okay, well, basically, Kyo does all the art for the podcast, and he does most of the art for the cards, and uh, he's super creative and is available for hire. So go follow him on Twitter, at GoPro Kyo, uh, for all of your artwork uh, needs. Um, you can follow the podcast at Anime Podcasters on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, you can leave us a review on ratethispodcast.com slash anime podcasters. Subscribe to us on any podcast platform on anchor.fm slash anime podcasters. You can leave us a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash anime podcasters. And uh, all of our links are in the description. For myself, I'm at Giant Music on social media. I do anime covers. Um, and I just have to say a big thank you because uh, at, we are recording this. Uh, the Giant Music Spotify has crossed 1.7 million overall streams. Uh, which is a ridiculous number I never thought I would say in my life. Uh, we're on our way to 2 million, and I, I'm so grateful for all of you for that. And I'm just so glad to be back for the podcast. Uh, many more episodes to come. We might even have a new cast member coming to join us, which I'm very excited about. So yeah, uh, Hotshot, where can people find you? Go ahead. You guys can find me through my name, Hotshot Ginger, on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. And mm-hmm. I will be coming back to Twitch very soon. I'm actually making plans... Um, um, alongside our good friend uh, Yuki, and me and her are actually planning uh, quite a few collabs to do in the uh, in the near future. And That's awesome. As far as YouTube goes, I'm here on Giant Music's channel as well, and on Twitter, I will do nothing but ghost you, but I do exist. Perfect. And Morel, what are you working on? Um, basically, I am working on a uh, a personal project. It's my own operating system. Um, and all of that other stuff. You can actually find me on YouTube under Morel Coval. I'll be soon up- updating more things on there soon instead of just having a TikTok on there. So, yeah, and all my links will be in the description below as well. So, yeah. Always. Perfect. All right. So for myself, Hotshot, Morel, this has been another episode of... Anime podcasters. It's time to log off. <laughs> the meme. That meme will never die. It's All right. Time bye, to guys. Duel. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs>